What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Evelyn. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Learn me! Come on! We're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're going to stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks, and ducks fly together. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. Don't worry, your secret's safe with me. I played a lot of hooky when I was your age. I'm Mike, that's Tommy. Hey, what's up? That's Kevin. Hey, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling your friends. Thanks for getting us over 500 followers. Cue the, cue the applause. That's where you'll plug. Michael added it in. Yeah, yeah, I'll add it in later. So uh, we're over 500, and we said when we were over 500, we were going to give away a shirt from our store. By the way, Free shipping at a store now till when, Kevin? Uh, November 21st, if I'm not mistaken. November uh, 21st, you get free shipping. Uh, do they have to put in the code or is it just free shipping? You have to put in the code and it's on uh, U.S. orders of over 40 and international orders over 80. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So buy a so lot of shirts for your friends. Two, two shirts, you know, a hoodie, uh, maybe some wall art, a throw pillow or two, you know. Deck out your crib. Yeah, and you'll get you'll get shirts over. You'll get free shipping on it. I mean, so do you have the code? I do not. I I will put it in the show notes. Kevin will give you the code in a few seconds here. But we do have three finalists. If you remember from our last uh, giveaway, our only giveaway to this point, we did. We took what everybody uh, everybody who did what they were supposed to do. They retweeted. And they followed the account, or they liked the Facebook page, and they shared it. They were all entered in to win. Now we have picked three finalists, random, randomly picked three finalists, and we'll reveal them throughout the show. And then we'll pick the winner at the end. So that's what we like to call a tease in the business. With that being said, do you have the the? I do the the code. promo code, and I, I was going to say it's over forty five dollars US, uh, still eighty dollars internationally, but uh, forty five dollars US through November twenty first. So get your holiday shopping done. Oh you know, yeah, good idea. I know you got some quackalites out there that uh, you, you know your loved ones that would love uh, some some uh, some quackalite swag. So uh, hit up the store, and that code is uh, free ship. F5B490D and we'll and again Michael put that in the show notes and I think we'll also maybe pin pin this tweet to our to our profile or something yeah. so you've got it easy to access. It's I didn't catchy, come up though. I didn't come up with the code. It's catchy. So. Say it again one more time. It's free. free ship F5B49D. F5B49D. Yes. Free ship F5B49D. Yeah. Get it in your heads. Uh with that being said, Let's let's move on to the topic just right away. Tommy, what is our topic today? So our topic today is we have another uh, Mighty Ducks Minute, and I'm really excited about this one. That is good. And so if you recall, we stole this idea from Star Wars Minute. Listen to their podcast. They're cool. Shout out. Shout out to them, yeah. And basically what we do is we break down a minute of the film very, very intensely, and then we uh, talk about it. On the podcast, and and we like most people go in order, but that's too orderly for us. So we got to go randomly. We just go randomly. Um, we've done minutes eight. Uh, we've done minutes 
I wrote down the wrong minutes. But <laughs> <laughs> we've done. I know we've done minutes sixty-five. We've done two eighty-four and two. I believe like fifty-three or something like that. It's really just an excuse for Mike to use his random number generator. Um, this week I'm not gonna dignify that with the response. This week <laughs> we are going the random number generator. A lot, of, a lot of play for the random number generator this uh, episode. It's keeping us in D3, taking us to minute 263 of the trilogy. That is an hour and two minutes into the third movie. And just to kind of set the scene, Charlie has just talked to Hans in the shop, uh, and he's upset that he's off the team and he can't work with Orion and Hans is like, goodbye, Charlie. And then it cuts. And then we get to this minute pretty much right away. And you can listen to it. Stravinsky, Thelonious Monk, you're going to meet all of them in here. So there you go. There is the minute. Um, just to kind of set the scene, I guess. It's Charlie and Fulton in the Mall of America, if you don't realize. And then it kind of cuts to the rest of the Ducks in class, that kind of stuff. We end with Charlie and Fulton riding on the roller coaster like this third time. They're kind of bored. Uh, just initially, how do we sort of feel about this minute in comparison to the other minutes we had? Well, first, I want to say that um, when I was younger, I had no idea this was the Mall of America. I thought it was like a regular amusement park. I am in the same boat there. Um, and I didn't kind of realize it until much later, um, just cause like they're playing games and stuff and I had never been to a mall like that, um, that had a roller coaster inside also. And so I don't know if anyone else was fooled like I was. Uh, quick question. So Eden Hall. Yes. Where is, is that in Minneapolis? You mean the Eden Hall in the documentaries? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was going to, I was just wondering about like the distance traveled to get to the mall of America. I feel like it would be in range. And I mean, these Fulton and Charlie are off the team at this point. So you imagine they went back home and that's they're from true. Minneapolis. So uh, remember, they're, they're probably playing hooky. Yes. That is true. That's yes. true. That's Steve Brill at the beginning, by the way. Friend of the show. Friend of the show, Steve Brill. Um, let's just go, like, first of all, I just want to mention, like, the girl behind Fulton at the beginning has no idea what she's doing as an extra. She's just looking at the actors <laughs> <laughs> with her mouth open. Um, and then we have Steve Brill, as I mentioned. 
what game are they playing in that carnival game? I was trying to figure it out. Are they like throwing quarters on the plates or something? I think it's the, the isn't it the ring game where they're trying to get the rings around the bottles? Uh, maybe I that's I think that's it. what it is. Like around the milk bottles or whatever. Yeah. It looks like at one point Charlie has a ping pong ball though. Oh, then maybe, yeah, because that's a, that's a similar game too. You just put throw the ping pong balls on the, on the milk bottles or whatever. Isn't that oh. the same thing? Or maybe it's the plates. Isn't that a game too? I, I've, I've done the quarters and the plates, and I guess I've done like the ring toss where you threw them over there. And also, I think there's one where you throw like a, like a wiffle ball; it's a little bit bigger, and then you try to get that like kind of rest on a milk jug. Also, he kind of like rears back when he throws yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, like there's not very good form. It's like there's no way he's gonna like win a giant stuffed toy with yeah. that form. They are definitely whipping them at these bottles. So I don't know if they're like you're supposed to knock them over, or you're supposed to no. just. Like, if if the game is what I think it is, it's you're trying to land them on there. Yeah. Okay. Like, it's the game where if you've ever seen Joe Dirt, he's, like, working at the carnival and he's, like, spraying Pam all over him. So <laughs> it's really hard to, to win. Maybe that's why I've never won at that game. Yeah, that's why. Mike, have you ever won at that game? I've not won at, like, any carnival game, really. I, uh, there was, you guys have remembered, like, there was a game where there's a board, like, in front of like a bucket and you have to bounce a ball off the board into the bucket. Oh yeah. I spent like probably like $40 at Cedar <laughs> point on that game at one point and I did not make it. It probably would have just given you the toy for that. Yeah. Yeah. But I wanted to earn it. So is that really how the mall of America is? Like, are there like vendors and stuff there? So, I mean, I, I've never been, but from what I hear, I mean, I know there's a, like a roller coaster in there. I know there's the roller coaster, but are there like carnival games? Like that just seems like I don't know. Do they have it like? Because I imagine it's definitely a big tourist spot. Oh yeah, so it's like a huge tourist spot, and you figure like Minnesota's gonna get cold, so they need a lot of stuff indoors. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I assume like that's just kind of how it is. Uh, they just have like an amusement park in there. Um, yeah, but who knows? I don't know. Isn't there some big water park, indoor water park in Minnesota? Maybe. Or Wisconsin, I think it is. I don't know. Same shit. I'm not a Minnesota, Wisconsin expert, so. You never will be. Not with that attitude. (laughs) I mean, just speaking of the Mall of America, how long do you think that would take for it to get old for you guys? To, like, go to the Mall of America? Like, like... Charlie and Fulton kind of get bored with it near the end of this minute. Well, and, and you that, also have to assume they've been there hours. countless times. Oh, yeah. Before I get more of that. Because oh, he's like, oh, true. we're too old for that now. Like, they did it all the time when they were kids. Like, uh, in reference to the to the roller, roller coaster. coaster. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, also, like, is that the biggest, like, trouble that they could think of to get into? Like, they couldn't have gone and scored some drugs or something? <laughs> It's a PG movie. You can't just throw them out there like getting doped up on the street. Sure, you could. I don't think so. And I they, think, and then they would have, you know, came the comeback story. Everybody loves a good comeback. Well, uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe they edited it out of the documentaries. Who knows? That's true. Yeah, maybe they got like super high before they went to the mall. Yeah, because they are eating a lot. Maybe they weren't even at the mall. And they were just imagining. <laughs> Yeah, and they were actually like throwing up like on the on the sh- like after the minute, you know, it's them throwing up in the same yeah. trash can, which is always must be terribly smelly and terribly yeah. dirty. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so maybe they're like on the street. Maybe they were like on Salvia because it was only a minute. It was only a minute long, pretty much. Well, so. I mean, it was a montage. Yeah. Yeah, I'm but, just saying. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe they did imagine it all. That's another like theory we can try to put to the test later on here. Uh, I, I mean, I will say I enjoyed the soundtrack there. It's a bare naked lady's grade nine. I just looked it up, so I don't think I knew that. Did you Shazam it? No, I just Googled some of the lyrics and it popped up. Uh, just how did you feel about the mood that the soundtrack set there? I thought it was pretty good. You know, it's kind of it's a little whimsical. You know, uh, just bros being bros. You know, yeah. hanging out, having a good time. Just being a real slacker, but like fun slacker. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was good too. Like a nice contrast for when they cut back to the classroom and all the nerds are in there in class. You know, <laughs> yeah. enjoying it. <laughs> nerds. So, you know, and so like the music kind of like was a nice like juxtaposition to that. Like because you knew that Charlie and and Fulton were like having a really good time you know, to that music. Yeah. Because you saw them, like, fake smiling in class, like they were enjoying I, it. I think they were enjoying it. Yeah, because they didn't know that they could be at the Mall of America right then. I guess. Where where would you rather have been in that in, in that moment? I probably would have been, rather been at Mall of America. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they were in, so the first class they were in with the lady teacher, that seemed to be a music class. She started talking about Stravinsky and... and uh, 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 Othello, uh, what is the Thelonious Monk? And uh, so, I mean, they'll probably be fun. I yeah. like, is that a I took history of rock class? and roll online. I remember we had like music class in like middle school where it was you learned about music stuff, you didn't play any instruments or anything. But and then we watched all these like weird videos. Like, um, this is gonna be off on a little tangent, but maybe some of the quack lights have done this. So, I'd watch these videos, they're like 45 minute specials. Where it's always like some kid who's like becomes like friends with or close with a famous like composer, like um, oh a kid becomes friends with Beethoven or something uh-huh. like that, or a kid becomes friends with Bach, and it like kind of gives you a little bit of like a history lesson yeah. through the kid's eyes, and they're always pretty terrible. <laughs> and I still remember this one. I guess the kid who befriended Wait, these aren't legitimate stories. These are like a way to just tell you about. They're, they're just a way okay. to tell you about it. It's like. It's like a like a magic school bus type of situation. Oh, I did love the magic school bus. I I guess in the sense that they're both educational, but that's <laughs> about where it stops. Um, <laughs> but the kid like who was going with Beethoven, he um his dad died, but his dad was an inventor and he invented this like horn that you put in your ear for deaf people or something, and so he gave it to Beethoven, and Beethoven was like, oh oh my god, and then like the kid walks away like smiling, and then Beethoven was just like throws in a drawer like full of other horns being like he's actually like really deaf that's not gonna help mm-hmm. but he was being nice to the kid wow i i don't know what made me think of this but did you guys ever see voyage of the mimi did you guys ever have to watch that i've when never heard of that it's like ben affleck's first thing ever he was like i don't know eight in it uh and he was just like some kid on a boat with like these scientists and they were just they would go around at art like in modern times just exploring all sorts of like archaeological sites and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why this made me think of it, but I was just curious if you guys ever had watched Voyage of the Mimi. <laughs> you should watch it. No, Not that it's good. Is Mimi like the name of the Af- Ben Affleck, you know, before he was a bad actor. But uh, now he's a good actor. He was a bad actor before he was a good actor, though. What is he now? Is he, wow. Is he he's a good actor now. Is he a good director now? But he's a, a really actor? good director now. 
And I think he's I think he's become a pretty good actor. I don't know, that Batman movie kind of set him back. Yeah, I didn't see that one. But mm. he Argo wasn't... was good. I guess for an eight year old kid he was okay in Voyage of the Mimi. <laughs> <laughs> now Mimi was the name of the boat? Yes. I that think, makes sense. If I remember it sounds correctly. familiar. I might have seen it and not realized it. Yeah. It was I I still am somewhat unsure whether it was like an an actual documentary style or if it was shot like a documentary and was actually scripted. So I'm, you're saying that Ben Affleck might have actually been on a boat when yeah, he was eight? I think, I don't know. If you watched it, you'd know what I'm talking about. Okay. But I don't know. I, I don't quite remember whether it was scripted or not. Okay. Voyage of the Mimi was a TV series. Yeah, it was a TV series. Oh. I, I was seeing it was a movie. So no. did I. No, it's like a TV series that was on Discovery Channel or something. I don't or know. PBS. Or I, I just pulled like up that. the IMDb and like the only person who like is on it and that doesn't have like a silhouette so that they've never been in anything else is Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah. Um Well let's... I feel like one of the characters was like the professor or, or the the scientist in Jurassic Park, but I don't think he was in it. But I I always like place him in it in my mind. Like Ben oh, Affleck is, cool is on the boat with the with the scientists from Jurassic Park. Okay, real quick, the synopsis is: The Voyage of the Mimi is a 13 episode American educational television program depicting the crew of the Mimi exploring the ocean and taking a census of humpback whales. Ben Affleck starred in the series. Okay, so I guess All it's right. scripted. Humpback whales, shout but it was educational. Them. Shout out to humpback whales. Shout out to Ben Affleck. Yeah, if he wants to come on the pod. Yeah, Ben, if you want to come on the pod, anytime really. We can do it whenever you're free. Um, what? Where would he have, or how old would he have been? Well, that came out in 84. And he was like eight then? Yeah, I think he, he might have been a little bit older than yeah. that. So he's probably outside of range. Of, yeah, in okay. our recasting. Uh, let's go back to the choice. Ben Affleck is 44 now. He would have been 20 in 1992. Okay. There you go. So I guess he might have missed the Yeah, missed the, the window ducks there. wave. Um. But it's never back too to late. It's never too late to become a quackle. Maybe he had like a little cousin that he took to the movie. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, he Casey probably took Affleck. Casey. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Casey Affleck. Shout out to Casey. If Casey wants to come on the pod, we can definitely have him on as well. As Ben, maybe we can do a double pod. How old Casey have been? Uh, I don't know. Let me uh, let me look it up. Mike's looking a little frustrated. <laughs> well, I've been trying to get us back on the minute for like five minutes. Mike now. took copious notes and, during the minute, and, and we're trying to steer. Okay, him Casey away from Affleck this, you know. was born in '75, so he's 41. So he would have been like 17 when the movie came out. Yeah. So he he probably like saw maybe he they probably saw it. Is there a third Affleck sibling? I mean, I figure there'd be at least a couple more. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I mean, we can spend time looking up if you want. No, that's all right. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's go back to the minute that we started. This, Michael like, put that in the show 20... notes, though. What? Casey the, Affleck? The, 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 the Affleck, Affleck family, family tree. tree. Oh, okay. And then you should have a spinoff of the Damons as well. Yes, okay. just for fun. Uh, okay. Shout out to all the Afflecks, all the Damons. Let's go back to the minute here where the... Female teacher singles out Dwayne, like, listen up, cowboy Dwayne. And it was kind of weird to me. Like, I didn't even catch that. It's r- right as soon as they cut to it. Huh. Like, what? Why Dwayne? Was he acting up in class or is he, like, really into this classical music? I, I think he was cutting up in class. Because, oh. you know, he's, like, immediately, like, holding his hat and kind of, like, looking kind of sheepish. Or, or, I mean, maybe he is, like, he's, like, very much, like, only into country music. 
Like, it's like all y'all need is Garth Brooks. Yeah, exactly. Like, (laughs) and she's like, "Listen up, cowboy Wayne. You don't even know." Yeah. Okay, Uh, I can see that. I didn't know if there was anything like else going on between the teacher and Dwayne. Are you saying like inappropriate? I'm not saying it. You said it. I don't. You were uh, implying it though with your question. I was. I was just. That was was a leading. Yep. (laughs) It's a leading question. I was just asking. I was just asking the question there. So, if, but you if, guys shot it down, so it's all good. Who do you think Dwayne's favorite country acts are? Um, Who's that one? Feel- oh, George Strait. I bet he likes George yeah. Strait. I, I, yeah. I, I feel like he, it, like, obligat- is obligatorily a word? No. What would be the... the, the, the- Obligate. 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 Obligate to like? Uh, Johnny Cash. I feel like he just, like, has to say that just because that's what everybody... Has to say, even though do you Johnny think he Cash like sucks. secretly likes Billy Ray Cyrus, but he can't tell anyone? <laughs> Probably. <sighs> okay, and then what is the dude teaching? And at the end of the minute, there, what class is he teaching? He's in front of Abraham Lincoln and Martin Luther King Jr. talking about, and also Mahatma um, Gandhi. Oh, is the Gandhi is he the, there is, as well? Is he the same teacher that was like doing the the, the thing giant, with the, the sitting oh, on the yeah. shoulders of giants yeah. or whatever? So, okay, so it's just like a history class. I think some kind of history, maybe like a like world history, world history, or maybe like ethics. I don't know. Mm. I yeah. can imagine it being world history. Yeah, since Gandhi's in there. If not, it could have been like U.S. history. Yeah, he's like he's very big about like not repeating the mistakes of the past and like yeah. all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh yeah, definitely so, world history. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Just in terms of this minute, uh, I think it's a good advertisement for the Mall of America. I think we see a lot of Charlie and Fulton, but like this is just kind of a montage. Just how do you feel just about the minute overall? Do you feel like I feel like our other minutes really gave us a look into what was going on with the Ducks, and they kind of summarized the Ducks very well. This minute, I feel like. Maybe did not do that as much. Okay, so here's what I got from it. Um, when they said, hey, let's go on the coaster, and Charlie said, we're too old for that. Um, and the scene right before is when Charlie was basically being a little baby. because He's like, oh, he took away my C. How am I supposed to lead when he takes mm-hmm. away my C? Being a real child about it. And the next scene, he's basically saying, I'm too grown up. So it kind of really shows that Charlie is really like battling some inner stuff right now. He doesn't know what's going on. But Fulton is more like, uh, I'm living in the moment right now, and you know, hey, it'll be fine, and you know, let's uh, not just sit around and like eat or whatever, because that's what they're doing. They're eating a lot of food. I always thought, like, how do they have money for all this food? I was just thinking that earlier, like, where did they get their money from? Because I mean, I, I mean, I guess especially if be they that spent it all on drugs right before. That is true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe they, maybe they never paid for any of that food. They just stole it. Either stole it or just like walked. Maybe they won they... it, and that the carnival is actually you win food. That God, what a magical carnival that would be! That would be cool. That I think that's a good idea. We should do. We that. should start a quack attack carnival. Food carnival, like a yearly carnival where you can win food. Yeah, and I don't. I don't know. I'm not really sure how it would work, and like with all the f f f. Uh... Something. The food regulation. FDA? FDA. Okay. Although it also would be like, let's say no one wins anything, and then we've got like 600 turkey legs that we have to do something with. What what do you mean that we have to do, (laughs) that we get to do something with? So we get to eat. How many turkey legs do you think you'd eat in one sitting? In one sitting? Um, Probably 10. 
No, way you could eat ten, and, and then in a day, maybe a hundred. No, okay. No, so you could probably no you could eat like you could probably legs. freeze a good amount of them. You're gonna get sick of them. So I guess you have to donate. I the would rest. never get sick of turkey legs. Okay, I, like I had a turkey leg a... last weekend actually. Okay, so join us on our next podcast where Kevin has to eat turkey yes, legs, and I Mike like... and Tommy get to pay for them. I feel like this five is a, a day for a month. <laughs> I feel like this is a challenge. Ten turkey legs. There's no way you do that. How long is the sitting? Just until you. Until Stop. I have to get up. Yeah. Yeah, I can do that. Ten, Ten turkey legs. Yeah. And like you can't like oh say like oh I'm gonna eat and then stop for like six hours but sit there. And you just said it. I could do that. I I no I think what it is it's like a it's a steady it's a, it's session a continuous. Thing. Yeah, you can, you like, pay, you can pace yourself like you could take like four hours to do it. Yeah. But you can't like wake up at six a.m. eat two, two turkey legs wait six hours eat two more wait the rest of the day then like eat. Six. I feel like I could do that. Like if I if I properly prepared, you'd have to eat them all too. Like I'm talking like clean the bone. Yeah, I would never waste a turkey leg. (laughs) I I think you would. I'm doubtful you could do ten in a day, let alone in one sitting. This this might need to happen. Who knows? Ten turkey legs. Ten. You know we're not talking about like chicken wings. No. Yes, I know. I love I love the turkey because I feel like Fred Flintstone whenever I eat them. Whenever I eat like a, a turkey leg, I like I'm really enjoying it, and then like toward the end, I'm like ah, I'm probably done with this. Like I'll finish it, but it's like okay, that was good. I don't I don't need another one for another year. And then Kevin's saying he's going to eat ten in one day, and I just can't relate to that. Is America the only place where we eat turkey legs like that? Uh, I think they did it in Norway when they were Vikings. Yeah, it does Maybe. seem like a very like barbaric type of. thing. It is like, fun to like American, hold it, like uh, uh-huh. you know, like. I am man. I eat meat. You know. Yeah, yeah. All right. Again, back to <laughs> the minute. I feel uh, like we're making some good progress here on a lot of good of all, topics. First of all, first of all, Kevin, just pick a number one through three. I'll explain it later. One through three. Yeah, a whole uh, number. <laughs> two. Okay. Okay. So now we can reveal, which I should have done earlier. Yeah. Our finalists. I'll I'll reveal like one right now. And that will be... This is just a finalist. This is a finalist. We have three finalists. One is going to win. That finalist that I'm going to reveal is totally offside. At Ooh. totally offside. Devout Quacklight. Devout Quacklight. Congratulations on making the finals. Back to the minute now. Uh, MVP of the minute. How do we feel? Who, who are you taking as this, the MVP of this minute? Uh, I mean, I, I guess it has to be Charlie. Wait, I'll, no, no, wait, I'll give it to Russ. Russ's eyes, specifically. Oh, right at the end. When he's like enthralled with whatever these uh, professors or whatever are teaching. Yeah, the history teacher. Yeah. I think it's Fulton. Um, he's the one who says like, oh, it'll be fun. Let's go on that. And he's kind of like reining Charlie in. He's being a good pal. Yeah, definitely. And you could argue that a dark horse would be a Brill. Because he's oh, kind of like a cautionary tale of don't like don't be what I am right <laughs> that's now. That's good. That's a good point. A I hadn't thought of that. Although he has a bit of a winking issue. Like he winked at them like four times. Like oh, wow, we're gonna have to. I'll email Brill and tell him about that. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm just gonna go with the Mall of America. I feel like it's the star there. I it's feel like that's a bit of a cop out, but okay. Why? Why? You you can't. It's an entity. It's like an. It's an entire building. 
I feel like it's the star. Like, without the Mall of America, that scene is not as good. What if they were just at some carnival? Not as good. Why? Because you don't have everything in one place. You don't have all that in one place. You, you don't literally have... would have all that in one place. Not the roller coaster. At a carnival? At a carnival. They have, like, I guess it's like a terrible roller coaster at the Mall of America. Yeah. Thing. I don't. I don't think it's as good. I think. I don't think it makes as much sense without the Mall of America because they're like, why are you going to a carnival in the middle of a day and a weekday? But you go to the Mall of America. I will. It's open all the time. I will say that if they had just like gone somewhere, just like sat on some bench, like it would have been a lot different of a scene. Like they would have like learned that skipping class like isn't really all that great. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it would have been a different lesson, mm-hmm. or I guess a quicker lesson. I don't know. And Ferris Bueller's Day Off, they have a great time. They do have a great time, and there's no Mall of America there. That's different. That's a different movie, different situation. No, but I mean, they're saying that like you can't have fun if you're skipping school. Yeah, I think I think it doesn't make as much sense though without the Mall of America, like with them them going out and doing all that stuff. I think I think you need the Mall of America for this, and that's why it's my MVP. You can disagree. Okay. That's fair. Okay. We we don't have to agree on everything, Kevin. Jeez. Um, finalist number two was a finalist before, I believe. Blame Canada. Canada. Blame Canada. C A N N A D A. Canada. Billy Canada. He's a finalist. He's finalist number two. Now we've given our MVPs. Let's go to the quiet question because we're. Overtime, really, right now. But you're new to the pod. You ask quack questions on Twitter. Hashtag quack question. You ask them through email. You can ask them through Facebook. But your best shot, honestly, is through Twitter. You ask them to us. We try to answer them. Kevin, what is the quack question today? Today's quack question, I believe, is a first-time quack question asker. Um, quack questioner? Quack questioner. Oh, that's, that's better. Good. That's better. Um uh, I believe so. Uh, this comes from at Scott Wildcat on Twitter, um, whose name is Scott Wildcat and then a turkey emoji. Um, <laughs> I wonder how many turkey legs he could eat. Yeah. Let us know, Scott. Um, the question is, who is your personal favorite Bombay love interest? And who do you think that he was most compatible with? I think is what he was trying to say. Okay. So, two separate questions here. Favorite and most compatible. Yeah. Who's our favorite, I guess, individually? And then who, uh-huh. who do you think he was most compatible with? Okay, so uh, we have Casey Conway. Wait, can, and can we... There, One of our other quack lights answered this question. Okay, um, throw it uh, out there. Uh, friend, of the, friend of the show, devout quack light, uh, Nicole Ree 9 said, the court reporter with the intelligent body. Oh, nice. Oh. Nice. We don't know much about her. We'll throw her in there. Court reporter with Tony body. Casey Conway. Uh, Miss McKay. Maria, the Iceland chick. Uh, is there anyone else? I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, and I have the same answer for both. Interesting. I think it's Iceland chick for both. I Really? I'm right there with you, yeah. buddy. I was yeah. going to say my favorite was Iceland Chick. I don't know if they're most compatible, though. Why would they most be most compatible? Because um, they're in the same profession. Yeah. So you obviously know they're going to be talking a lot about about like the same thing. Like, Miss McKay, I never thought they were that compatible. I mean, she probably... 
I can imagine her like nagging him a lot. Well, I, I can That's see her point. maybe like reining him in, which would maybe be good for him. So that could maybe be like a compatible thing. Uh huh. But uh, I never liked Mrs. McKay. Like she just got on my nerves. Like, wow. Yeah. I, take. I, yeah, I never thought she was that great too. Cause she's like loved Iceland chick though. <laughs> she always kind of seemed like a bad girl. Like if, if Bombay and her got together, it would be kind of like on again, off again. And then, like, they'd randomly get married and they'd have be separation. Like a, are we talking about Miss McKay right now? No, I'm talking about uh, Iceland, Iceland chick. Yeah. yeah, so how would that be most compatible? Because I think he would, like, love her the most, even though they would have, like, kind of, like, an up-and-down relationship. Oh, okay. See, that I was thinking that along that line, but I wouldn't classify that as most compatible. I think you have to remove Casey Conway because they tried to work it out and it didn't work out. And, like, Bombay didn't keep in touch, that kind of stuff. So... It's really the court reporter or Miss McKay uh, if you're not going to take Iceland. So I think you got to go with Miss McKay. I do think she would be able as to. As far as your favorite? or No, as far as compatibility. I, I like the Iceland chick Maria the most. Um, but compatibility, I would go with Miss McKay because I do think she is like a little. She's like strong enough to like stick up to him and and uh, like really tell her, tell him her opinion, that kind of stuff. So. I think he'd be able to, or she'd be able to rein him in, and they'd be able to, like, be steadier than the Iceland chick. Because I feel like there's a lot of travel with the Iceland chick as well, so which could do some damage. I, I, I feel like, though, um, Bombay still has a little bit of a wild side. Um, and so Miss McKay, like, she'd be like, oh, it's 10 p.m. on Friday, time to watch our favorite show and then go to bed. When, in, like, with the Iceland chick, it's like, oh, it's 10 p.m. on a Friday, let's, like, we're going out. Yeah, we're going to this crazy party. Miss McKay told him he'd be like, "I'm going for a drive," and then he'd go out and <laughs> yeah, drive around drunk or something. Ooh, and then you'd have D four or D yeah. five, really. <laughs> he just does it all over again. Yeah, learn nothing. <laughs> well, he does it because he wants to be like ordered to coach another team. Oh yeah, he like can't get a job or something. Yeah, that's good. Um yeah, I mean, I can see that. I think Bombay's just kind of at a difference. I'm, I'm assuming this is like after it all. I think Bombay steps into a different stage in his life, and and kind of calms down a bit. I don't think Miss McKay stays single though. Who knows? We'll leave it up to the Quackalites. I think she's Mrs. McKay by the time Gordon Bombay's ready to settle down. Well, she wouldn't be Mrs. McKay. Well, she keeps her I last mean, I name. I guess she could be Mrs. McKay. Yeah. It's a, yeah, people do that nowadays. That's true. I don't know about the 90s, though. Yeah. No, they do. Like, I had a couple of friends who had hyphenated last names. Oh. So she's like Mrs. McKay Gretzky? I think so. <laughs> she's Mrs. McKay, like, Averman. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. That would be a twist. Uh, let's go to our third finalist is at... From E to E, that's eyeballs to entrails. They are a Buffy podcast. Shout out. They're fans of us, so they retweeted and they followed, and now they're in the finals. And Kevin picked number two, and number two is from E to E. Wow. Very cool. They will win the free shirts. We'll be in contact, Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll see what happens there, so... Uh, congrats to them. Sorry to totally offside and blame Canada again. Canada. Tell me how to say your name. Because I feel like you're going to keep being You're going to be a recurring yeah. name. Recurring finalist and loser, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. He has a shirt, though. 
He bought okay. he bought an Air Bombay shirt, so he's 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 already. I mean, he's not set. You can always use more. Yeah, Quack Attack shirts, free but shipping. yeah, especially with free shipping. <laughs> Orders more than forty five dollars American, eighty dollars international. <laughs> Whatever, it's a deal, I guess. Uh, Does, is it, Canada considered international shipping? Well, that's just his last name. No, I mean like. I'm just we curious do have about Canadian that. followers. Yeah, we do have. Like- um, I do not know the answer to that. Um, I would guess it's international, but mm. I'll look it up and I'll put it in the show I'm notes. Unsure. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so congrats to E two E. Go to the shop. Get your get your holiday shopping in now, so you can get the free shipping. Uh, or it's forty five more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'll put I'll put the free shipping code if you want it in the. In the uh, show notes. It's also pinned to our Twitter now. Yeah. And Twitter at QuackDeckPod. Facebook.com slash QuackDeckPod. iTunes. Go there. Give us five stars. Tell us your MVP of the minute. Tell us who you think Bombay would be most compatible with uh, and your favorite. Um, Tell us whether you think Kevin could eat ten turkey legs in one sitting. And remember... Ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack, quack. So you can eat four. Turkeys fly together.